to the riches cause it's all about the paper Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey Let the music ease your soul, grab a spliff and start burning uh, Relax with us and take a trip to the heavens And come and spend a day in the 757 What's up, everybody? Welcome to the After Show, but later it's your boys, DZF Baby and the one and only El Kukui for another episode. We'd like to welcome you guys. Um, if you haven't checked out the show, there's plenty of shows to check out that we've done. We're on number 61 today, and last week we had Baseline Trade. That shit was dope. So, mm-hmm. El Kukui, what's going on, brother? Not much, bro. How you doing? I'm, I'm stoked, man. I fucking, um, I'm just glad that we've been doing this shit consistently. And we've been, um, like last week, Baseline Trade, that shit was fun as hell for me, you know? Oh, yeah. For sure, bro. That was dope. He was a cool cat. Yeah, no, it, it was cool. And it's funny because, like, I always have, like, anxiety when we're going to, like, talk with somebody. Uh-huh. And it's, like, not even you at this point. At this point, it's just, like, all right, cool. I'm going to record. Um, but when we get somebody new, I'm, like, oh, fuck. How are they going to vibe with us? I'm, like, are they going to be a little standoffish or how's it going to go, you know? But yeah. with Trey, man, we fucking, we bullshitted forever and we could have gone like three hours easily, you know? Yeah, no, he was hella, hella chill. Like same shit in comments we got, you know, cool ass dude, bro. Cool ass dude. Interesting background. It was, it was cool to hear about, you know, where he's from and the things that he does and his musical groups. and. Uh, yeah, no. And it was, it was cool because like I've heard a couple of times when he calls in and shit, like I've heard like, some original music that he'll submit to Kavino and Rich. And like, I've heard a couple of phone calls here and there, but when it comes to like knowing about the dude, that's why I like doing shit like this is cause you get to know about them and like their family and like shit about him that I didn't know. Like his daughter is like the same age as my daughter. Like they're literally like two months apart, you know? Right. And um, it's, it's just cool, man. Cause then you're like, cool. Like when I, I just look at it, like if we ever, if the world ever does open up again right. and we have that fucking those DVCs that we can go to, I'm like, I got the homies and shit. I'm off. I see you on the West coast or I see Trey on the fucking East coast or whatever. I'm like, those are, are fucking even like soupy in Connecticut and fucking Joey in Texas and all these fools like, um, Nate Silverman. I'm on Detroit. I'm like, you know, it's, it's so dope now that yeah. if, if the world ever opens up, we got homies across the country where we can go and like it, you, you already, we've already breaking the ice, you know? So when, if we see Trey, we're like, Oh, that's my dude. What's up? You know? Right. Hell yeah. You know, so, what would yeah. be dope too, bro, is to uh, at some point try to get, even if there ever is a DVC again, maybe if half of those cats show up, we just do like a show after or before. That would be dope. That No, you know what? And I actually, um, I had a dream about that like maybe close to a year ago. And it was funny because it's exactly what you said right now. And I completely forgot about that dream until you said it. But yeah. in my dream... We had gone to something in Vegas and it was like we I had all the shit set up in our hotel room and we had like dudes coming and shit like we could like bullshit with. And I was like, it was like exactly what you said. I'm like, that's fucking dope. You know? Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Baseline Trey. See, I haven't met Soupy yet. So uh, Baseline Trey and Soupy or whoever showed up. Yeah. Hey, bro. Or even if we could get the uh, mark in Colorado, bro. That would be legendary. That'd be that'd be that'd be a hard get, I think. But but I think. um I don't know, man. Like, it's funny. I was looking at pictures recently because I was going to do a Photoshop of somebody. And um, I was looking at pictures from the the last one they had where Mark showed up. Uh-huh. And I was like, it's so funny because, like, you could tell, like, there's a part of him that doesn't like it. But there's a bigger part of him that likes it. Like, in all the pictures, mm-hmm. he's like, he has, like, a little smirk on his face where he's kind of like, 
I can't believe they're taking my picture, but they're taking my picture. You know, there's a part of it like he doesn't like it, but he right. fucking loves it. You know, so I don't know, man. That would be that would be something I would be fucking definitely open to. You know, hell yeah. Or Jason in Tampa, right? Just mm-hmm. hey, you know, you know what's funny, bro? Is when they played that. Uh, did you hear that commercial they got where I'm Barking, Colorado? And I'm a swinger with ED or whatever. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That I'm, shit was great. I'm 55 years old or whatever. And he's like, and I have trouble getting a full erection. Oh, that's great, dude. That's yeah. like, I was rolling when I heard that shit. Yeah, no. You know what's fucked up, too, is that they played it and they clowned on him. But it's so funny because I'm like, that's one of the, the risks you take about um, doing shit like this, you know? Yeah. Oh, and you know what? I told, Su- I told Soupy... I was going to tell him the story. I never ended up reaching out to him. On The King and the Sting, they have this thing called the Culture Corner, right? So the hosts of the show are two white dudes, right? Brendan Schaub, former UFC fighter, now comedian, and um, Theo Vaughn. They're both comedians. Well, it's funny because um, they talk, they bullshit, and then once in a while, they go to the Culture Corner. And on the Culture Corner, they have, like, Kat, who's, like, Vietnamese, and they have, like, Chappelle, who's black. And um, they said they were going to, like, do auditions for the new Culture Corner. Well, I made a little video where I'm like, hey, um, I'm like, my name is Daniel, blah, 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 whatever. And and honestly, it was I, – I know it was fucking bad, but I was like, I didn't really know what to do. I was like – I didn't really know how to, like, kind of showcase myself, right? right? So I was like, I know if I come on, I could bullshit and I could fucking have my little jokes and shit, right? right. Well, it's funny because I was like – I edited myself into their podcast. So I'm like, hey, my name's Daniel, blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, I can already picture myself in the podcast. And then I cut to a clip of me sitting on their couch with one of the dudes, right? Because right. I photoshopped somebody out of it and I put myself in it in the video. And so um, Tim Dillon, who's a comedian, my God, dude, he fucking ripped me a new asshole he's good with editing <clears throat> yeah that guy was great yeah, yeah he's really good with shout the, out to that dustin poirier episode he's really good but it's right boring <laughs> it's very boring. like i wanted to like him it's mind-numbingly boring and i don't care yeah i couldn't wait for it to end so if he, if he went to a hollywood meeting they'd go like this they'd go hey thanks for coming in let us know what you're working on you know and get the fuck out because that was boring and a waste of everybody's goddamn time <laughs> Bring back that meth head fucking Tonto or whatever, because that uh, this guy sucks. I like the I like the first guy, that fucking drippy oh. Steve Jobs with the mock turtleneck. Yeah, anyone who's better than this dude. This guy's like, <laughs> I'll edit my way around my zero personality. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh fuck! I had people hitting me up from like high school and shit. Like, hey, I saw you on the King of the Sting, and I'm like, oh, for real, you know? And, <laughs> yeah, and um. Nah, that wasn't me, bro. Yeah, no, it is funny because, like, you know, that happens, but that's a risk you take when you put yourself out there. You know what I'm saying? And and so it's something that I think is like, fuck it. You you do it, you get clowned on, and or you don't get clowned on. But I'm like, you could either fucking do it and it'll be fucking dope, or you can do it and you get clowned on. But you won't know unless you fucking do it, right? Anyway, long story short, put yourself out there because you're not going to know unless you fucking do it, you know? And um, yeah. and again, like, that's the same thing with this shit. We know we do this shit every week and we have the risk of calling in and Rich giving you a, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, he gave, you a little, gave me a little fucking. 
they go, that's Al Kukui, and I can just hear it. <laughs> it. It reminds me of that fucking, um, that mummy, where they said that audio of that mummy, it's like, you know? <laughs> Yeah, for sure, bro. Oh, that's fuck. all right. Hey, Rich, if you're listening, love you, brother. Sorry, uh, <laughs> sorry I pissed you off if I did, man. It wasn't personal. Did you hear the debate or the the conversation about giving people credit when you send somebody else your shit? No. Like if you hear like say you you fucking send me a joke right on fucking whatever through messenger or whatever, right? And then I fucking send it to my homie or whatever. Um, you didn't hear that conversation? No, I didn't catch. That okay, one. okay, good. Well, what happened was um, I guess. Spot had sent over something to Rich about SNL the week before. And um, I guess Rich was sharing it with all of his friends. like, And they took it as Rich was like, oh, look how funny I am. Like, I fucking, ha, ha, you know. And Rich was like, oh, he got mad. And he's like, so what, Spot? He's like, did you create the content? Did you create the bit on SNL? Right. And then um, they were like, Rich was, or no, Spot was like, well, you say, hey. My homie fucking spot sent this to me. Check it out. Right? right. And then Rich was like, so you give credit all the time. He told Cavino and Cavino was like, I mean, I try to, you know, right. and he was like, even if somebody like one of his sisters um, is going to send him some shit, he's like, I'll say, Hey, look what Grace sent me or look what Don right. sent me no, or whatever. He does too. But, um, but fucking Rich was, I guess, pissed because in all of his little like friend groups and shit, like the, ball tug what was it ball tugging homies from like union square or some shit oh yeah remember the homies he had from back in the day i think so, so i guess he's like sending the, this little clip that spot sent to him and spot was like how hard is it to be like hey look what spot sent me instead of being like hey look what i found and i'm fucking funny because i found this clip you know and and so that was their debate about when you're fucking sending something do you give credit to the person that gave it to you or um, do you just fucking take it as your own? You know, you should give credit. I mean, it's kind of a weenie move. If, if someone sends you something and you're trying to, like you said, act like you discovered it or whatnot and be the critic. You know what I mean? Like I agree, man. He probably should said, Hey, my buddy sent me this. At least say my buddy. If you don't name any names, that's cool. But Hey, my no, buddy sent me this. This is, this is where I, I kind of, cause I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, right. How would I fucking do it? Like, for real. I'm like, if somebody, um, my fucking, <laughs> my watch, Doug, I don't know if just by talking to you and shit, I got myself all riled up, but my watch is telling me that my heartbeat is up and shit, and it's unhealthy. Ah, shit. <laughs> I know. I've, you know what's an Apple watch? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to tell me to stand up in a couple minutes, too. Sure. Yeah. No, well, um, Rich was like, oh, well, he's like, do all of my friends know who you are? And Spot was like, well, most of them do, you know? So yeah. my little solution to this is, check it out. If if I'm sending something, say you sent me something, right? And right. I'm sending it to, like, my brother. You know, I'll even say, hey, my homie El Kakui sent this. But right. if I don't go that far, I still say, oh, check this shit out. My buddy sent it to me. Right. And the, the way I do it is, if you guys know the person in common, I'll right. say your name. Like, if it was me, you, and fucking say Trey sent me something, and I'm like, hey, Uncle Kui, check this shit out that Trey sent me, and I forward it to you. Right. But if, say, you didn't know him, I'll say, hey, check out my buddy sent this to me, 
or um, sometimes I'll still say the name. I'll be like, right. hey, my buddy Trey sent this. And right. it's like, even though you don't give a fuck because you don't know him, right. it's still, I mean, to me, sometimes it still feels cool that I gave him credit, you know? Right. But but um, I don't know. I just think that that's kind of fucked in a way. Just And it, I know it's, su- it's super fucking dumb. I mean, this right. shit that we're talking about. But, no, I mean. But I, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of fucked up. Like, if you find something. And you're like, oh, I found this shit and it's fucking funny. Then why not just say, like, if you send it to your buddy, it would be cool to get a little credit if they f- keep forwarding it, you know? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Everyone out there that got that. What was that dude where they, they were sending the dude with the Johnson around Thanksgiving, the turkey? The, jo- the brother. Oh. Remember the, br- the brother? Everyone was sending it. Remember that? Oh, Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, no one created that, right? Everyone's got that from somebody. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, at first, I thought you were talking about John Dillerman, that cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was. I thought that's what you're talking about. Oh, that that uh, the brother man, remember? Yeah, yeah. No, that dude. Um, yeah, and fuck man. <laughs> I yeah, I think it's just cool to just be like, hey, my homie sent this to me, or fucking, and and that that's my rule. If you have a friend in common, then right. you say it right. was this friend, you know? Right. But um. And so I'm like, you could or could not. Either way, if you don't know. So if you don't know the person, be like, hey, um, you know, your friend doesn't know the person you got it from. You right. can say, my buddy got gave this to me. Or you could use their name. It's up to you. But I think if you have that friend in common, um, you definitely say the name, you know? Sure. And a lot of Rich's friends, I don't know who Rich thinks he's fucking fooling, but a lot of his friends are fucking, Spot. if they don't know. Spot. Yeah, they don't know Spot. They know of Spot. And you know? Every, everyone rich knows should know a spot because the show, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like anybody he knows. Yeah. Or even like if I was sending you something and somebody that I've met, quote unquote met, but say like, I go, hey, Nate Silverman sent this to me. Right. You know, you've heard the name before, even if you don't know the dude, you know what I'm saying? So right. I think Absolutely. when it comes to that, like if you fucking, if you, I, I don't know, to me, I just feel like it's a little, a little Shame. bit, a little bit of a bitch move if you're not like giving some credit, you know? Well, and, and it's shady, dude. Like, why why not give the credit, right? Like, why not? What's what's I? I don't understand why you wouldn't give the credit. That's that's the argument I'm. I thinking. could tell oh, you I, why, because he wants to look like the fucking hero, you know. For sure. Yeah, but Poor guy. hey, uh, yeah. you know what I was gonna ask you, dude? Is fucking um, what do you think about the the hypnotherapy that Cavino got? Would you do it? You think it works? What's your what's your input on that? Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that, and I don't know, man. I'm I'm very, I'm very like I don't want to say apprehensive when it comes to that kind of shit, but I'm very, I'm very skeptical, you know. But like Cavino said, um, it's not like they're gonna hypnotize you and you're gonna be barking like a dog every time you hear a gunshot, you know. Right. It's it's something different where it's actually, and you know, and, and this is something where I really do believe in shit like changing like like phys- physiologically changing your brain and shit you know like shit like different neurons and shit connecting and right. i believe in that shit to where if you do get like hypnotized like Cavino did i can see your brain like quote unquote like maturing in a way right changing right. adjusting right and like Cavino said the next like couple of days or whatever he like slept really well like like he really did feel like there was some difference and right. if there's a difference or not say it's even in your head and it's fucking all like 
say we die and we know that was bullshit. Okay, it was bullshit, but it helped him sleep for a few days or whatever. Right. But we don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know if it's possible or if it's not. So I kind of feel like if you have some time, like Cavino was going to, he just did it to hop out his cousin or whatever. Right. If you find yourself with an opportunity to do something like that and you don't like have shit going on, then fucking I say, why not? You know? For sure, dude. I think uh, I'm apprehensive as well. And I don't know how comfortable I would be going and having a total stranger do that. Mm-hmm. But the situation Cavino was in where it was family, I absolutely would, would do that. And, you know, the brain is a muscle, too. And, and you got to work that thing out. I mean, it, it, you know, outside of its comfort zone, mm-hmm. if you want to grow. And I think you're right, dude. I think those connections sometimes are misfiring or, or maybe you went through some trauma. And, uh, you know, now it got rewired a certain way because of a couple experiences here or there. And, and I would definitely be, be open to it. But, but in a controlled environment where I was comfortable with the person who was, was you know, doing it. I was talking to Luis the other day and I was like, dude, I was like, think about it. Like, what if like when you're fucking high or like when you're asleep, you know, like when you're asleep and you're dreaming, I'm like, what if you're just actually going into like a different part of the multiverse? Right. And then right right now we're awake. We're actually asleep in another like life or whatever, you know? And he was like, dude, stop it. We're about to get into some deep shit, you know? And I'm like, I know it's all like hippy dippy type of bullshit, but but I really do give shit like that some thought. And the example I could give you is like of how long I've thought like this is my sister used to work at her high school, right? As like a little secretary in like the front of the office. Well, there would be times we would pass it at night and you would see a light on like in the front where she was working. And I would be, her name's Julie. So I'd be like, Julie, I'm like, what would you do if you looked in there and you saw yourself like working? Oh, Right. And she was like, she'd look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know? And, but for me, I could just picture driving like by myself. Right. Right. And looking and being like, what the fuck is that her working? You know? And in my mind, I'm like there and there in the multiverse. I'm like, she is working right now. I'm like, so what if there's some connection where you fucking see the two colliding or some bullshit, you know? Right. Right. And, And me and my buddy Luis were going back and forth about that shit. And it's like, I know some people will listen to this and go like, oh, like you're full of shit or whatever. But I'm like, yeah, I may be full of shit. But at the same time, I may not be, you know, that the thing is, we don't know, you know, and I think that's what fucking intrigues me. And that that's what trips me out, like about like you'll hear like um, people talk about like DMT and shit. Right. Which I've never done DMT, but I've always been curious about it because I'm like, if it'll fucking take you into this shit, this deep. Um, like consciousness of your mind that you've never been able to fucking like um, connect with before or whatever you've never been able to tap into. Mm -hmm. If you could do like DMT and get into that shit and get like a new perspective on life, then I think it's fucking cool to try. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and I don't know, to me, I've always been fascinated with shit like that. You know, I I had a buddy, dude. He, uh, he tried to get me to do it one time and I chickened out. I was like, no, I'm good, bro. Um, but, you know, if you look at it, like, from a perspective, though, right, they call it faith for a reason, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, they say have faith because, you know, even that statement means you really don't know. You just got to trust the process, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they want you to do is to trust trust the process. And uh, But if you think about everything, dude, from, like, even Romans and, and kingdoms and churches, there's always, like, one or two calling the shots. 
and a whole bunch of people that need to be told what to think and what to do, bro. That's like the basis of all religion for the most part. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. And that goes back to just governments and it parallels governments and kingdoms. And it, it's just a trip, dude. Somewhere, somehow, someone got the, the manuscript and that's how you control a large group of people, whether it's through, uh, you know, religion where they use, they prey on your fears of, of mortality, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's a government structure or a kingdom structure where they're, they're saying, you know, we'll either kill you or lock you up forever. But it's a trip, right? Like, it, and they, they try to like persuade you to buy in, dude. And, and so all, all of that stuff's based on the, the same damn concept. And that's what's trippy. You know what, what trips me out? Um, I told you that um, the other day, my, my girl, she lost her best friend, right? Right. For those listening, my, my girl, her best friend, Missy, rest in peace, so fucking, um, she got hit. She, she got into a car accident, right? Mm. And, fucking she died on impact and this is like three days ago right right and um and it's like you know like some like little kids are bull are full of shit right well um it, it's just crazy how like some little kids like you think some are full of shit you're like but i've always felt like little kids are like more intuitive and shit like like right. if they say they were talking to like their imaginary friend or whatever like some kids are full of shit but i feel like some kids are like really talking to people that we can't see because we're fucking, we've been told our whole life, like, you're full of shit if you believe that, right? Well, um, my girl said she was talking to one of her friends, and they were talking to their little kid. I don't know what they were saying, and they were like, um, oh, yeah, you know, they're like, her name's Missy, right? So they're like, um, the little kid was like, Missy's okay. And um, my girl, her friend, was like, oh, really? Like, 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 why do you say that? And the little kid was like, well, she told me. And I'm like, that could be the little kid, like, just trying to comfort his mom. Or it could be in some fucking universe where where if you pass, you, you're fucking, like, I believe in, like, the like omnipresence of being, like, you, you're able to be everywhere, right? That's what I guess the definition is. And I, I feel like when you die, like, you have that. You know, you can be here with your family. You can be here with whoever. And I'm like, in a way, I feel like, that little kid i'm like maybe he's full of shit but maybe he's not you know right. and and you hear that and you're like and little kids i just feel like when a little kid is like saying like well she told me i'm like he he really has like no reason to lie i mean he could just like i said be wanting to comfort his mom and he sees that she's sad or whatever right right but at the same time he could just be like playing and he's he's oh there's missy and then she's like oh he tells him she's okay and he keeps playing and right. thinks nothing of it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, like, I don't know, man. I just think that there's so much shit. And I haven't smoked any weed if anybody's watching this. <laughs> this is my, you, you know, I get into this shit super deep if I do. But right now, <laughs> well, this is me sober just talking about it. Right. But, um, but yeah, I just think, like, there's some shit that, like, I don't know. I That we don't know. We'll never know. And that's why I think, like, tapping into some shit like DMT or something may give us like a tiny glimpse into something that's that's another part of our brain that hasn't been like um like i said tapped into before you know yeah no my my buddy uh the one the one of my buddies that that did it you know he was trying to talk me into doing it that's what he talked about dude he said basically that a lot of this stuff makes sense when you do it and uh i'm like yeah i'm good bro i'm (laughs) hey how about you do it and i'll watch and you can tell me about it when you're done (laughs) <laughs> no, you know, there's three examples that I've, I've, I think I know I've talked about two of them at least on the show before, but like one of them is where, um, Joe Rogan talked about, he did it and, um, 
he said like you're so at like peace and you're like you're you're basically like you're one with the earth and like all this shit or whatever and he was saying like in his like little vision that he had he saw like there was like these like like jesters and shit is that what they're called the dudes like with the big fucking hats and shit yeah the court jester so um he said they're like they're like flying around him or whatever and they're all like flipping him off like fuck you fuck you you know right. and he said like he's looking at all of them all of them like what the fuck like what's going on here and he said like when he came to and he was he was out of his little trip that he thought about like he felt like what they were telling him is that he takes himself too seriously right okay. and he just needs to fucking chill out like everything doesn't have to be that serious and like it's funny because he's a comedian right but at the same time if you know about like anything about rogan and like he's a black belt and jiu-jitsu he's like he dives in if he gets into something he gets in 100 percent. he right. got into bow hunting he got into fucking like jiu-jitsu he got in he was like a national champion um taekwondo person when he was young like right. he dives into something and he takes it 100 percent seriously even his comedy he's one of the funniest motherfuckers i've heard stand up and right that he took that as these are people are telling him like kick back a little you don't have to be you don't have to take everything so serious you know like you could you could just be chill sometimes and like there was um another person i heard who did it was theo vaughn another comedian right and if i remember correctly he was saying some shit about like he opened his mouth and like a ladder kept coming out or some shit and like he took some kind of meaning from that you know Right. And and it's crazy because I think about that shit and I think about like like the friends I've lost and like my my grandpa died. Um, I don't know. It was years ago at this point, but like my dad passed, my grandpa passed, like people close to me. And and I think like what shit from like when me and Jonathan, we got into a bad car accident and like I just feel like our whole lives kind of changed at that moment. I go like, what would I fucking like see in my visions? Like what am I? holding on to or what am i fucking um like oh excuse me i just burped i'm like what what am i like holding on to or like what haven't i like addressed or what have you know what have i been fucking holding in the back of my mind that i never wanted to talk about since one of those events or something you know and and i just think if you do something like dmt or something i think it really it, it you lose that 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 part of you i think that where you put up a, a wall you put up a guard and you don't want to you don't want to address it and i think when you do dmt or something like that you become a lot more vulnerable and you're open to it you know right for so. sure bro hey I, I got a question though have you noticed in the last couple of years bro that joe rogan like he, he talks real slow now i haven't noticed has he always talked slow like that um you know what this is what I, I've been listening to him for about five years and um, I've listened to even older shit that he's done because I've like gone back and listened to his catalog or whatever. But for one, he's always fucking baked, right? <laughs> right, right. And um, another one, what I think is that you'll, I remember they had Burt Kreischer, another comedian. Right. They were like, do an impression of these people and they were just throwing comedians at him. And when they said Joe Rogan, he goes, interesting. And he was like, just looking and like, just talking like real slow, like saying interesting and shit like that. And I think, I think when Rogan's talking to somebody, 
like a scientist or somebody like he had on Elon Musk the other day. And I think what he's doing is one, like I told you, he's fucking baked out of his mind or he says barbecued. I think is the funniest shit ever. Right. Um, but he's fucking baked. And then I think as he's like talking to them, he's like kind of like, he's really like, I think careful with his words. Like he doesn't want to sound like an idiot. Right. But he really wants to get his point across. But I think there's all these things going on at once that make him say it real slow and make sure like he gets his point across or whatever. But um, for you, are you thinking like it has to do like with some of the shit he's done in his life where he's kind of a little slow uh, now? That fucking brain pill he's trying to push. I'm like, bro, that shit slowed your ass down. You can't even oh, that alpha it. brain. Yeah, because. Cause I looked into it. I was like, okay, well, you know, we've seen the movie limitless or whatever. Right. And you're like, damn, I wonder, wonder if it even helps a little bit. Obviously nothing's the same as in the movies. Right. But I don't know. Does it, does it give you clarity? Does it, you know, increase focus and concentration? So I was always curious. And then, uh, I listened to a couple of his podcasts, bro. And, and how slow he was speaking. And I was like, damn, bro, I don't know if I want to take it now. <laughs> oh, you know what, though? I do have a friend that um, has taken it and they they they're big advocates for it. Really? And um, I've never taken it. Um, first of all, it's hard for me to put my faith into something like that and pay the money for it. When right. I'm kind of like, I don't know, like I've heard Rogan talk about it and he's like it, it went through like a double blind placebo study and all this shit was tested through like Harvard or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, mm, I still don't know if I want to pay like 60 bucks for like, you know, 30 capsules or whatever the fuck it is, you know? Right. For sure. Dude. But, but yeah, man, I never, I never thought of that. It's funny. You're like, well, maybe if he stopped because he says he takes it before like every interview. Right. With, with like a, like whoever, like a scientist or whatever, he said he always has like alpha brain with him and he's always got his little backpack with him with like all his vitamins and shit and like all of his like alpha brain and all that shit. But it it scared me though, bro, because I would think that if you took it, right, your response time would improve. It wouldn't just improve your response time, but it would be the correct answers. You, You would do all of that without hesitation, right? Because I feel like, after I, I, you know, I read up a little bit on the pill and then I watched some, some of his stuff or whatnot and listened and his, it just seemed like he's on like, you know, he's on delay, bro. He's on delay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, fuck, man, I, I would think the opposite. I would think that, boom, if someone asked you a question, it, your, your response time would be minimal with the perfect answer. Right. Like mm-hmm. it almost because Barack does that and Barack's really good about it because Barack, uh, you know, when he speaks. You can tell he's formulating his words, but this dude would be way slower than Barack. I was like, but then he's advertising a brain supplement. And I was like, hey, bro, this ain't making sense to me. What's going on? Yeah, no. And and you know what? And I don't know, like, um, I don't know if it is because he's fucking barbecued. Like he, right, he says, right. he you know, and I don't know if he's just blazed out of his mind and fucking and, and the alpha brain, I mean, if he didn't take the alpha brain, maybe he might be even slower than he is, you know? Right, so I don't, true. I don't know, but, um, but it, it's definitely something I've thought about and, 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 but I don't know if I'll ever take it though, because I have been thinking about it for years. So I'm like, if I've thought about it this long and I haven't fucking just, you know, pulled the trigger and got it, then I don't know right. if I ever will, you know, for maybe, sure. maybe one of these times when I'm with my homie and he, who, who's an advocate for it, maybe I'll take a couple and see how it makes me feel, you know? Yeah. So he said but, it worked for him? 
yeah, he, he, he said he has them every morning before work and all this shit. And I'm like, all right. And you know, um, there was, wow. What was it? There was a comedian that Joe had on the other day. And I think it was actually alpha brain that he was talking about. And he was saying, he's like, I take all that shit. Um, it was some young black dude. And he was Uh like, he was like, Joe Rogan. He was like, I take all that shit you be talking about. And he's like, and Joe's like, does it work? And he was like, I don't know. He's like, but I just take it, you know? (laughs) And, and, but his, his argument was, I'd rather take it with like a possibility of this shit, like working kind of like what I was talking about, like the multiverse and shit. Right. Right. I'm like, he said like, he'd rather take it. And like, there's like, um, so many, like, I use a fucking, um, like 10,000 I use of like vitamin D and shit or whatever. And he was saying he takes all this shit and he was like, I'd rather take it with the possibility of it having like a positive effect on me right. rather than like just saying, fuck it, don't take it because you just think it's bullshit. You know, I'm like, it may be bullshit, but again, it might, may not. So I don't know. I don't know. And, and you know what? And if it wasn't so expensive, which I haven't looked at it in a, like probably like three or four years, but last time I looked, it was like 60 bucks for like a 30 day supply or something. Yeah, and I'm like, and, and so I'm like, if I'm kind of on the fence for something, I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money for for something I'm kind of like not sure about, you know. So I don't. You know. have high high expectations at that price, bro. Yeah. Within yeah. six months, I want to win the Nobel Peace Prize. Hey, you know, yeah. For um, <laughs> I could think of plenty of other shit you could get for sixty bucks that'll you'll know the effects. You know, yeah, sure, for sure, bro. <laughs> like, like two lap dances, right? Well, back in the day. Yeah. Well. Pre COVID. Yeah, yeah. Back in the, oh, back in the day. Um. It was funny because my girl was telling me that um, one of the owners of one of the clubs here, he like he's like trying to find ways to like fucking like like double the house fees of the girls and shit where he's like, oh, fuck it. Like you're on stage and you pulled your mask down. He doubled your house fee or, you know, like like he's kind of being a dick about like and I can understand because like their industry is kind of fucked right now, too. They're still open, but but yeah, they're open they've been open for, for a while, but, um, but they have like so many restrictions, you know? So right. now this motherfucker is like, how can I still make my money? So right. he's like, Oh, you pulled your mask down to scratch your nose. I'm going to double your house fee. Or, you know, um, you're in a private dance and you took your mask off, double your house fee, or I'm going to, you know? Right. And so she said, this motherfucker is just finding ways to like double house fees for everybody, you know? And I'm just saying, Ah, what a dick, but... Yeah, they're not open here, bro. Like, we got a couple in town, and they've been closed shit since the beginning of this shit. And I'm like, man, hey, if the if the people can go outside for the barbershop and for the beauty salon, shit, we got good weather. You should take that shit outside. Hey, why not do it in a, the backyard of the facility, right? Or, right, or, shit? Get, or get a big-ass one of them portable car tents or, like, them banquet, you know, coverings or whatnot, outdoor coverings, and there you go. No, they have... um The normal clubs are open um as far as, like, just like the topless clubs. And then um, there's one club that's actually right over the border in California and it's full, it's full nude, but it's, and it's open, but the the reason, yeah, no alcohol. The reason why though it's open is since it's right over the border, um, it falls onto um, an Indian reservation. Right. So there's, it's on native American land where they have their own fucking rules. Right. Right. So just because it's on that land, um, they're fucking they're open you know so oh, cool so sure. um so yeah so the girls right here um 
they're not starting no OnlyFans or nothing because they don't have to at this point, you know? Right, right. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, they've been closed here, bro, for a minute. We don't, we ain't got no bars open yet. Um, best thing you can do for a bar is, you know, the restaurant or whatever that has sit down. They're breaking the rules. They're not even supposed to have indoor dining right now, but my mom told me she was at Texas Roadhouse today. So I guess even the, the chains are like, fuck it. Yeah. You know what, though? And that's the thing is like, I think people are, 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 they're at their limit, especially like the mom and pops type of places where they're kind of like, there a lot of them like what was in California like forty some percent or some shit of restaurants that closed down aren't gonna re- be able to reopen, no, they're and, not. and 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 it's like fuck man like at at some point people are like gonna say fuck it I'm gonna risk going to jail if I have to just open my place because how they can't they're fucking the people are telling them they can't work right you know no, so you're, sure. you're you're fucking you're being told. um you know, you got to close down your little restaurant or whatever, and you can't do outdoor dining or whatever the fuck their, their rules are today because tomorrow they're going to be different. But it's like, so what the fuck? Like, you can't do nothing. What? The, like, a lot of people are just taking the risk and saying, fuck it. I'm going to open up, and if I get fucking – if I get told – um, if I get fined or whatever, I'm going to take that risk, you know? You know what's crazy, though, is, is that um – you know, a couple things. Number one, how are we a free country, bro? If you're telling me that I can't take a risk of getting something that's a little bit worse than the flu, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy how they, they just, they, they put that control on us. And they, again, they try to use it the fear, you know, most of it's coming from the government. They're trying to scare the shit out of us. And it's like, you know what, that should be a risk in a free country that I can take if they're willing to serve and them take the risk. You know what I'm saying? Now, the government wants to you know, get involved and say, well, you got to have health insurance or something because if you're going to have that risk, they should be able to go to the doctor if they get sick or something. I don't know. If you want to get into the logistics of it, that's one thing. But we should be able to go, dude. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, what's even crazy is if you think about it, how is the stock market at an all-time high? Unemployment is right there with it at an all-time high. And like you said, four, four out of 10 small businesses here probably aren't going to bounce back, right? And the state besides New York that probably generates the most income right and and so how how is the stock market at an all-time high dude they're doing like we got some uh california law where like the the you can't kick out your tenants if they haven't been able to pay because of covid pg and e or the gas companies electric companies can't turn the gas off because same thing well sooner or later everyone's gonna want to get paid bro and if you're yeah. still behind for 12 15 16 months how do you catch up you, for most people probably won't right and mm-hmm. and you could tack it to the end of the end of the loan or there's ways around it, but but even then, now you've got a bigger bill that if a similar situation comes, you can't pay it. So I think they're going to start taking houses back, bro. I think the market's going to crash, and uh, that's all COVID and just basically what we've been kind of waiting on. You know what I'm saying? What we've been going through, that's going to – I think that's going to be the end result. Dude. You know the most fucked up part about that is how you're saying that um, they're saying, oh, they can't kick you out or whatever, right? I know that there's been some places, and I'm talking about this is going back to like May or June, so I don't even know what the rules are now, but I remember there was a point in like May or June where they were saying that they would um, they would push back your rent or your whatever, your mortgage or whatever mm-hmm. um, for like six months, but then um, at that six-month mark, everything that was due from the time before is now due in like one lump sum. A balloon payment. How the fuck does that make any sense? It don't. How does that make any sense? You're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you can't pay it for for the last five months because you've been out of work. 
And right. now on month number six or whatever, month number One seven, eight, whatever. <laughs> yeah, give me fucking, give me 20 Gs right here or else you have to move. Like, what the fuck? How does that, how does that help anybody out? You know, and I understand from like the the owner of the property, whether it be like a landlord for um, like a rental or mortgage or or not mortgage, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand right. they have their responsibilities as well. Right. They have to pay shit as well. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, that fucking halting payment and then saying they're all due at once is not the fucking solution, you know? No, it, it's not, dude. And, and what's crazy about that is, um, well, let me ask you, bro. Anyone that you know got a stimulus check that invested it or, or you know what I'm saying, did something positive with it? Or are they just paying off stupid shit or buying food? Um, Paid? I don't know, to be honest. But no one's flipping it, right? Nobody's what? No one's flipping it. No one. No one's taking that six hundred dollars stimulus check, going and buying you know four thousand roses and uh, you know a thousand teddy bears and a thousand vases and hitting the corner like they are in my neighborhood on the east side selling Valentine's gifts, right? No one took their six hundred dollars and did that. For no. Sure. no, 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 no. I'll, I can tell you that. You um, know, they they blew it on something stupid, or they fucking you know they they bought food or you know, and the set, they either survived with it or they fucked it off. Yeah, no, and and that's honestly that's where um, I mean I know some people that have done like like positive things with it, but um, but like you said, it's like I, I don't know. It, it, I haven't seen nobody like you said who went and bought fucking a gang of roses and teddy bears. You know, I haven't seen nobody do. T- I have I haven't seen anybody take like an entrepreneurial spirit with this shit and then flipped it and made fucking two, three, four times whatever you know their initial six hundred was. You know. And they probably didn't even pay the rent back or the or back payments on the power or none of that either. So no. I don't know what the government's thinking that they're doing, but you know, and, and like you said earlier, I mean, imagine if for me, I'm about to buy a second house, right? And uh, I, you know, I got, I got that new job, and I'm gonna buy a second house. But realistically, you know, I've got some money saved. But if I rent this house out to somebody, how long realistically can I go where I'm paying the thousand dollar mortgage, right? And they're not paying me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I might be able to go a little longer than the next guy, and maybe not as long as the guy after that. But yeah. sooner or later, I'm gonna have to get some scratch. I mean, I'm gonna have to. I can't keep paying that shit forever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, um, how many people can even pay it two months or three months? So I think there's gonna be a lot of foreclosures, bro. I think it's gonna. There's. I think what's what happened in '08, and you know, after the World Trade, it's when all this stuff, uh, you know, hits the fan. I think there's going to be a lot of repossessions and a lot of bankruptcies and it's it's not good because again you've got a stock market that's at an all-time high and when that happens all them people are going to pull out and that fucker going to crash too so anyone that has wealth in their 401k right now that shit's going to get snatched you know what i mean so it's at least going to take a dive and it's just yeah it's crazy I've been, you said with all these people with their 401k i've been looking into my shit but since i work for a college we have a 401a Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, I guess it's a good thing and a bad thing because you can't borrow from it. You can't, you know, like a 401k, you can borrow yes. and you can like fucking whatever, you borrow from yourself and then pay interest and do all that yeah. shit or whatever. Um, with mine, the only way you can access it is if you leave the job and yeah. you fucking go somewhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, damn, I was like, I could I feel like I could have fucking. Right now, like you're saying, the the stock market is like at a all time high and shit. I feel like I could have like quadrupled my fucking retirement by now, you know. But at the For same sure. time, I'm like, fuck it. I mean, I guess it's good that I can't touch it, you know. 
you know what's crazy and, and that just happened to me and i kind of got fucked out of it because um like you said when, when you leave your job you can roll it over into an ira or mm-hmm. if your new job uh, uses the same institution like say you guys both use vanguard or, or fidelity or you know whatever and your new employer uses the same thing then you can roll it back over into the 401k and then just add on to it from your new employer mm-hmm. but with me i can't bro because i quit i quit the grocery store um, they made me roll it over into an ira well here was my hustle and what i was going to do bro is you're right you can borrow against it right so i've been paying on my home to get ahead and uh, i owe about 33 racks so what i was going to do bro is i was going to borrow against my 401k instead of paying the punk ass bank you know 3.5 percent interest i was going to pay myself back 6.5 percent interest right and then when i bought my house i, I didn't have 20 percent down so i got to pay that pmi that property mortgage insurance which is about 80 90 bucks a month so i was going to borrow for mine pay myself back 150 a week and have this house paid off in five years. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, and the 30 I was going to borrow was going to put like 3650 or 36,500 back in my account. But I got fucked, dude, because I switched. Uh, I took a new job and you can't do that from an IRA. You can pull from it, but then you got to pay that big ass fucking penalty. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. fucked up, dude. It, it makes no sense to me on why they'll let you borrow from your 401k when you're with an employer, but they won't let you borrow from it when you're not. Right. It's like, it makes no sense, dude. I mean, uh, I kind of got fucked. I, I did. I mean, I, that was that was my plan because I'm paying a thousand bucks a month now, and I would have been saving money and paying myself back. Yeah, yeah. No, and and it, it kind of it does suck because you're like, you had this whole plan, and like like for me, I was thinking, um, I was like, fuck it. Like for me, I was thinking if I if I can borrow from mine and take the penalties or whatever it's cool because i'll be able to get myself like that much more ahead and i'll be able to make money on the money and i had all these plans and then i was like oh fuck i can't i can't even touch it you know so i'm kind of in the same boat you are you are with your ira and shit where i have no access to it like whatsoever right um but i mean fucking what i I mean what are you gonna do you know when they jack you bro like if you take it out of your ira or your 401k you're you're paying you know probably 39 percent income tax on it and then they hit you with a 10% penalty, bro, 40. So if I'm taking 10 G's, I get 5,100, the government gets 49. That's no, a lot. And, deal, and honestly, right? that happened to me um, in a way when I I was um, laid off from my last job um, at the university because they had to like, they were reconstructing or some bullshit, some bullshit they made so they get rid of my position. And, um, and I remember when I left, I had a 401a at the time as well, right? Mm-hmm. But um, between that, between that job, um, and I started working with Johnny right after that, so I still had income, right? But I borrowed from it. But like you said, <laughs> when I fucking I was able to take some of the amount, uh-huh. they fucking um, since I was no longer with the employer, I had access to it. Right. But they hit me with so many fucking um, so many penalties that I got maybe maybe 50 percent of whatever i had you know and uh and the government with their fees and all that shit i was like fuck so just because they're allowing you to to use your money they're gonna keep half of it you know i'm like yeah that and you know what's fucked up is because it's all pre you know you 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 add to the plan pre uh tax but it ain't fucking 50 percent bro like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like how are you guys getting me because yeah you took a little 80 bucks a week or 150 a week before I got paid and shit. And now you want 15 G's back for that shit. Come on. Yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of fucked. And it's like, you know, like some days, like I, I kind of go back and forth. Like some days I'm like, 
Well, I guess that's good because if I knew that I had the option, I probably would have dipped into it a few times. And for not even like, like right now I'm on this, like I'm on this mindset where I'm like, fuck it. Like I've taken my little bit of money that I've been investing into the stock market and I'm like fucking around with stocks and shit. And, and I've been coming up like the last few months I've been coming up and I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I'm stoked. Right. But, but I'm like, you know what? Right now I have that mindset where I would fucking dump it into the stocks and do that shit. But, but I could tell you if I had access to it beforehand, before like the pandemic and shit, Mm -hmm. I probably would have done something fucking stupid with it. So, I mean, I guess there's pros and cons, you know? For sure, bro. You know what that, you know what that reminds me of is that, uh, I don't know if you heard it back in the day, that Chris Rock joke. Fucking, he said, yeah, check come, money gone. That ain't a payment. That's a jack. <laughs> you know, like, I, no, you know what? I don't remember. I just remember um, I, I remember all his specials, and I watched them. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Hey, I and, remember. And Rich, I, Rich Davis, if you're listening, see, I gave credit right there. <laughs> Chris Rock joke. Chris Rock said it. Yeah. Um, there was also, um, do you remember his one about, I know you did it, just admit it? Uh-uh. Oh my God. He talks about like, Yo, women are just like the police. They can have all the evidence in the world, but they want the confession. But I know you did it, just admit it. I know you did it, just admit it. I know you did it, I got it on film. I know you did it, just admit it. I found a blonde hair. You was fucking a crack ass cracker, wasn't you? I know you did it, just admit it. Can you be a man? Can you be a fucking man? And say that you did was it good? Did she toss your salad? I know you did it, just admit it. And if that don't work, then women get psychological on your ass and try to trick you into confessing. Then they start going, it'll be all right if you just say you did it. It'll be all right if you just say you did it. Honey, it'll be all right if you just say you did it. You hear that shit 900 times. You start losing your mind. You start thinking, I guess it'll be all right. If I just say I did it. Honey, I did it. It's all right. No, it ain't all right. I can't believe you did that. I thought you said you knew. I didn't know till you told me. And time goes by. And she forgets you. But she never forgets. And you driving to grandma's house. She's like, oh, babe, I'll make a right turn right here. Did you make a right with that bitch? Now, I know from now on, no matter where we go, it's all left turns. You understand? Hey, you know, you know what else I was going to ask you too is, uh, did you hear him talking about the real estate when they were talking about Rich was like, you know, why is everyone leaving California and buying real estate and fucking, um, did you hear that segment or no? I re- I only vaguely remember that part. Um, I don't know if I, what I was doing, but, but from like Wednesday on, I think I listened hundred percent Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was kind of off and on. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't really remember. What was the conversation? Um, I fuck, I kind of forgot too. It was they were talking about real estate, and I remember Rich was fighting. They were talking about uh everyone leaving California and uh you know basically real estate here is it a good buy? I feel right now it's kind of high, dude. I'll be honest with you. What about where you're at? You think it's real estate a little little high or 
I honestly, I haven't looked into any fucking real estate in the last, like, I don't know, few years. Because right now, since I'm not looking for a house or anything, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just trying to save and just kick back. I'm not. So I haven't even gave it a second look. Yeah. Not that I, just, huh? I do remember Covino saying, um, now that you're talking about it, I do remember him saying um, about. I don't know what they were talking about. I know it was about real estate, but Covino was saying like, it's still like beautiful. They still have beautiful weather. It's still like a great place to live. It's still, and then spot was saying, um, he misses home, but when he talks to his family and yeah. they just shovel 10 feet of snow, he's like, ah, he's like a FaceTime call. will do, you know? Yeah. So, um, I, I vaguely remember them talking about that, but I don't remember the actual conversation, you know? Yeah. I sure shit wouldn't want to snow, snow, snow like that, bro. I mean, I feel like California is the best because, you know, I'm from here and, and all the shit we got and, and the weather's pretty good. But, you know, the one thing about being a resident is this fucking getting expensive, bro. They're starting to tax the shit out of us every which way they can. And and even like with political, like my political views, bro, are pretty much in the middle. And it depends on the, the, the stance right or on the issue, um, you know. So but good God, they're leaning left like. They're just trying to control you every which way they can. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, man. So I don't, you know, I, I'm going to stay here. Like I said, I'm trying to look for somewhere else to buy a house. But I was even looking like, you know, Mississippi or because you can go way back there, bro, and get a fat ass house for like 100 G's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Out here, you're going to get, you know, a look at the park, right? You can stand on the corner for half an hour, look at the park, and then they're going to shoot you away. Yeah. No. Um, and honestly, like, probably, I mean, I think average homes i'm guessing they go between like 120 and like 150 maybe and that's just for like a normal pad here right right um but but yeah it's funny because like i think they talk about i think rich was talking about in texas you can get like i don't know if he was saying for like 75 or or like 100 you can get like a dope ass like two-story house or some shit you know it's about 150 i think well it depends on what part you go but i looked i looked at that too um, they got a place called Brownsville, Texas, that's on the border, and dude, you can get a brand new house there for like one fifty. Yeah, yeah, you know? they have. I I do see like some like different like subdivisions and shit where they're throwing up houses, and it'll say like like starting at like one thirty five or some shit, you know. But um, but in like the neighborhoods and shit, I think they're about like one fifty maybe. Yeah. Um, and it's usually like a course like like just like a normal part of town but if you get into the hood you could find some shit for like 50 g's but like you ain't got a front door you know <laughs> well you know you know what's crazy bro is like i'm kind of in the hood over here i'm on the east side in fresno and i did a zillow estimate on my house and it was like 222 i'm like bro how in the fuck are they gonna charge you damn near a quarter million dollars to live in the ghetto in fresno yeah no you know what there's um there's a house that i i saw like on like the facebook like marketplace or some shit it was something where they wanted like 229 and it was like up it was like literally on the next street over like from my mom's house uh -huh. and i think in my mom's neighborhood they're about about that they're about 150 i'm guessing i'm not sure but um but i know this everybody that was commenting on that shit was straight up like what the fuck this fucking realtor is high you know because right. that was I, I don't know maybe he did one of those zillow estimates and shit Right, you know, right. because because he was like selling it for it was like two something. I don't damn well ain't none of the fucking houses in that neighborhood are worth two something. You know. Yeah. Like, when I and I started I started thinking you know which again you know if you look at all of Cali it's cheap. I mean you can get a brand new house 
here in Fresno, like a, a new one, a, a brand new house built, probably for about three right now. You know what I'm saying? But if you start talking LA, you're talking a million, million five. Mm-hmm. You know, San Francisco, if you're anywhere close to San Francisco, it's going to be close to a million or more. You know what I mean? Even like San Jose, they're going to hit you like six, seven hundred. And that's an hour from San Francisco. Um, so, I mean, in, 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 you know, when you look at it comparing to the rest of California, I think the Central Valley where I'm at is cheap. Um, but fuck, again, you start going to, like you said, where you're at, you can get them for 150. And I just, I don't know, man, that was something I was thinking about. Just somewhere, somewhere else, you know what I'm saying? And for you me, know, it ain't even just the price of the house, dude. It's the sales tax. Like, I don't know what you guys pay in sales tax over there, but shit, we're almost at 9%. Mm. Ours, I think, um, the last time I checked, ours was like at 8.4 or 8.6 or some shit. How much is a gallon of gas, bro? 87 out there. We're like three bucks. Uh, we're like 240, I think. Yeah. I think like 240. I remember, I remember when I lived in Oregon, dude, I remember just looking at the taxes and on the gas, down on the gas. And when I came back and compared it to Cali, dude, they were taking like $1.60 or 70 to get some taxes per gallon. There, um, you said a dollar sixty per gallon of just taxes. I think. Fuck, I'm a Google it right now, bro. So I'm yeah, like, I, I actually, I, I grab my phone. I'm like, I want to see how much the gas is right now because I think it's like one, one thirty, one forty. Hold on, real quick, Yuma. Let's see, two forty five, two forty five. Yeah, two forty five. I guess is what we're looking at. Yeah, so two forty, two forty five a gallon. Fuck, man. Yeah, no, I'm looking right here and it says uh, California's gas tax is like 47.3 cents per gallon. Mm-hmm. Right? That's just for California, bro. That's in 2016. I don't know, bro. It's just it's crazy over here. They're just taxing the shit out of us. So Damn. what I was trying to do with this second home, because I got this one almost paid for, I was trying to get something that hopefully by the time I retire, they're both paid for, right? So I was looking dope. to try to get something in the area where I'd actually want to retire in. Yeah. And I don't know if you heard about us here in the Valley, bro. We got the worst air quality in the whole United States. Nah. It's fucking horrible, dude. And uh, so I don't know. You, tr- you can't live to be 100 living in a place like that. That's for sure. Yeah. Fuck, man. That sucks. I know. Um, that's cool, though. Like, like I appreciate when I see somebody like you who's young but looking already looking to see, like, all right, be smart about your future. Be smart about, like, your, your retirement and shit like that, you know? And, and – I don't know. That's just cool where you're thinking, all right, about a second home. I'm still trying to work on my first home. I'm trying to, you know, in the yeah. next couple of years, trying to buy my first home. So when I see somebody like you hustling like that, I'm like, that's that's dope, you know, because because you're just you're already thinking, all right, well, this this pad is cool right now. I get this shit paid off. Where am I going to want to be long term? You know, for sure. Well, and, and you know, when I bought this house, I could have bought a better house. You know what I mean? I had a decent job when I bought this house. But my thing was, is like, fuck it. I want to get something. That I could pay off quick, and even if I fucking lost my job, I could panhandle and pay the bills, right? Mm-hmm. So my mortgage was only like six hundred a month. I'm like, dude, I could get that fucking collecting recyclables if I had to. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And and so, but now that now that you know, I've been here for five or six years. I mean, it's still cool, but uh, I just don't want to be living in the hood no more because you know, every time I go to the store, someone's trying to meme mug or something, and you know, one of these times they're gonna have a shank or they're gonna, you know, I just I feel like my luck is getting. Uh, I don't want to, it's not something I want to chance long-term because I'm not a punk, right? So yeah. if, if I go into the to the lot, you know, and it's only one or two cats and they're staring at me and, you know, I won't look for confrontation. But, bro, if you stared at me from the time I pulled into the fucking gas station to the time I got to the front door, I'm going to ask you if I know you and if you got a fucking problem. 
It just yeah. is what it is, right? <laughs> and 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 it's not that I could beat everybody up because I can't, and it's not what I'm worried about. It's an ass whooping. It's one of those times that one of those cats is a coward and they pull out a weapon, and then you know you're in a situation that you weren't asking for. A fight's one mm -hmm. thing, bro, but you know. And so over here, there's just a lot of a lot of opportunity for those situations to fucking go down. And I'm like, dude, I you know I got a decent job. I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel you. I, then, I'm you know, miss, I, then I'm gonna miss the Elote man, though, bro. I don't know if you see my Snapchat the other day. I saw that shit. Yeah, and, bro. No, it was funny. You said were you trying to work out, and the Elote man hits you up or whatever. Yeah, bro, I was. Hey, I was. They they built. You know, we, I do live on the east side, but they did something where they got some funding, and they made this a uh, trail, bro. It's almost like a mini street, like ten feet wide with a little stripe down the middle, mm -hmm. and people fucking jog down it and fucking whatever, right? And uh, so I go down it about four times a week trying to get my exercise, my mountain bike. So I'm jamming, bro. I'm full speed. I'm trying to fucking get some high cardio going and shit. And here comes the fucking elote man, bro. And like, how do you <laughs> how do you stop that, right? Because you're on the trail. There's no one around, bro. He's got he had the fucking pinwheel snacks. He had the corns. He had snow cones. And it's like, dude, you're fucking with me right now. I'm trying to be healthy, and you got all my favorite shit right there. Fucking, I can just chow down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn, man. I know. I know. I've seen that shit. And I was like, damn, man. Like we have, we have trails like that. Um, I was actually showing my girl last time her dad was in town. We went walking on this trail and, um, there's like, you said, like the little 10 foot little shit with like more of a bike trail. Right. Yeah. And we ended, we ended up going off into like the little fucking foresty looking shit, right. Where there's trees and shit. When we did our little trail walk right there or whatever. But um, but it's funny because on the little bike trail right there where, where people walk and go jogging and shit, too, uh, there ain't never been no elote man right there. We're 10 minutes from the border, man. So right. that shit, that cracks me up when, when I seen your shit. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, they straight up have a dude fucking walking like like you're trying to cross at fucking the border and shit, you know, when they're hitting you up with chiclets and fucking little fucking ghetto like Mickey Mouse fucking shit. And, you know, like. I, I saw they looked at man. I was like, oh shit, this wasn't Fresno. Are you sure he's not like, like fucking right at the border? Cause that's what it looked like. Hey, girls, uh, you know, what's crazy, bro. Is that next time I go to the 99 cent store, um, if he's out there, I'll take a picture. But there's this dude, he gets deeper than that, bro. You ever been to TJ? Mm -mm. Well, you, well, you, you live by the border too, though, right? I'm sure yeah. it's similar once you cross, you know, they got all the little shacks and it's like the swap meet and everyone got the, but they all got the same shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're they're approaching little... you, approaching you with fucking everything. With with, do you need a tooth pull? Do you like girls? You know, like fucking, you want the Donald Trump fucking fuck Donald Trump bracelet, right? They mm -hmm. got all that shit. Well, mm -hmm. There's this dude on a bike, veterano. He's got sunglasses, bro. He's got bracelets. He's got all that shit, and he's mobile. And he posts up at the ninety nine cent store, bro. And it looks like he's straight from TJ. It's great, dude. That he's that's like... a trip, man. That it. And you know what though? It's funny because I've been seeing a lot more of those little pop-ups and shit where people have shit like that like i saw this dude the other day he was setting up um and he had like fucking blankets like with the tiger on them and shit you know like all that shit and fucking and he was like he set up his drums he started playing drums and shit right there <laughs> well then he had like these little globes that like light up at night and shit because right. he set up like around like probably like eight o'clock nine o'clock at night and so he had like you could buy a blanket with the big ass tiger on it you could buy a little floating globe that lights up in the dark. And while you're fucking waiting, he's entertaining you with the drums. Right. And and I've been seeing that shit on some pretty like busy streets, you know? Right. So that shit's happened. And, you know, those fools are on their grind, you know? Oh, bro, right now in my neighborhood, every single corner has tables set up with Valentine's shit. And I used to work with this chick at Food Max, right? 
And mm-hmm. uh, I think she 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 might have been a U.S. resident, but I know her parents were. And she would tell us that she would take a week off on Valentine's because her and her family would go to L.A. and they would buy the discount fucking 50 cent teddy bears, 50 cent vases, and they would buy X amount of roses, bro. She said that she would take like 3,000 bucks and turn into like 15 or 20 because she would go down there and buy all that shit at fucking pennies on the dollar. And then she sell 15, 20, 25 and 35 hour kits um, on the corner, depending on the bear. But even like the big ass bear that's in the 35 hour kit, she's only paying like two or three bucks and fucking in LA for that shit. Same with the vases, bro. The vases are like 50 cents. The jumbo ones are a dollar. So she was putting them 35 hour kits together for like five bucks. Yeah. And they were just stacking. But yeah, no, every, everyone, bro. I'll send you some pictures later when I go get some grub. Uh, yeah. They're on every motherfucking corner, bro. And right behind them, the taco truck. No, and that's honestly how it is right here right now. There's a shit ton of people. Um, actually, just when I was going from my pad to my mom's pad earlier, I see motherfuckers on every corner, every mm-hmm. corner. And and if like you said, if it's not that, it's a fucking taco truck, you know. And um, it, it's a trip, man. And you know, I see people on their hustle, and I never, I always thought about like, you know, like these people like is that fucking like is that even profitable is that i mean but what you're telling me about your homie who that chick like her and her family may it sounds like it's very profitable you know she takes vacation for that bro she takes the whole week off so um you know our schedule well i used to work at save martin food max but the schedule was basically you know um save mart was monday through sunday and then food max was uh Sunday through Saturday, whatever. She would take the whole week off her on vacation. They would go down there, grab all their shit, come back. And like the Friday, Saturday, Sunday before Valentine's Day or whatever leads up to it, mm-hmm. they, they got a table. And, and I don't know how she knew where to go and sell her shit or, or what they're doing. But uh, I, I think if you went on the rich side of town, bro, because the quick fix, right? You got this old yeah. fucking rich fucker and he forgot because he don't even care about his old lady anyways. <laughs> he sees you on the corner and say that's a quick 20 or 25. Yeah. Yep. Get her something. You know yeah, what I mean? no. I feel you, man. I feel you. You got any crazy uh, Valentine's Day plans, or what you what you doing? Uh, no, we're gonna um, we we kind of have planned um a little, kind of like a little um date night, but we're gonna be like in the pad, so we okay. already have like um it's it's gonna be very low key with like um just like we're gonna have like candles and watch a movie and just do normal shit, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna see if my my mom can watch my kid for a few hours while we just like chill or whatever. Um, but nothing, not, not nothing going out or nothing. We don't have like no plans, no reservations or nothing, but it's just going to be kind of a kickback time. Um, especially with my girl, she's been kind of up and down with her, um, her feelings and shit with her, her friend, you know, losing her homie and shit. So, um, we don't really want to do nothing crazy, you know? Absolutely. Are you cooking? Are you getting takeout? What you doing? Um, I forget. She mentioned something, but I forgot what she said. So I gotta, I gotta bring it up in the conversation. Like I'm just bringing it up and be like, oh yeah. So. What were we going to do? You know, I wanted to make sure I got the right shit, but I, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I don't know, but I, I got a When I, when I left my last job, they gave me a, a gift card uh, for uh, the Darden or whatever it is. I think it's got like Yard House and Olive Garden. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be a cheese ball. And I'm going to take my lady and I'm going to be like, hey, order whatever you want. It's, it's yeah. the menu, babe. Go for it. It's all good. Exactly. Right. You, you know what? I, I almost did it. I didn't do it because I didn't want to take it the wrong way or not to be received well, but. Fuck, I wanted to hit up Spot or Covino and just say, hey, bro, I mean, if we get the vaccine and shit, can we come fucking listen to the show? I mean, yeah. it sucks, dude, not being able to, to drop in and, and just and, and be a part of that, dude. I've been, I, I don't remember the last time I went. I think it was like eight, 2018, maybe 17, but mm-hmm. um, 
fuck, man, it's been a minute, dude. And uh, I'd like to go fucking see those cats. No, I thought the same shit. And they, I got kind of like a little disappointed the other day because they were talking about it. Oh, yeah. Remember when we used to have people in studio and shit and they were like, yeah, we don't think that'll ever happen again or whatever they were saying. And I was like, damn, man. I was like, because like, like, you know, we, we started our little annual trip the last couple of years where we were going every year. Right. And I'm like, that was something I would genuinely look forward to, you know? For sure. And now being that like, Doug, I don't know, like, like if we could ever even fucking, if they're ever going to be in studio again, who knows, Doug, they might not be in studio for like two more years, you know? They might not. And, and, and if serious and smart, I mean, I don't think the quality of the show has suffered at all. And if anything, it's as good, if not better than it's always been. So mm-hmm. what, what's that? I mean, think how much money they're. I mean, I don't know what they're into it financially and how easy it would be to back out of that. But I mean, I'm sure every other damn program they got, or at least most of them, the majority are probably recording the same way. You know, yeah, without that overhead, without the mm-hmm. fucking, without their building, without, you know, and, um, you know what, speaking of, of overhead and shit, um, Carl Reinhardt, um, one of the, the Carls I actually had on the show a few episodes ago, he hit me up today and he said that, um, I guess Jason Ellis came out on Burt Kreischer's show or he came out on one of the podcasts that we listened to. Mm-hmm. And I guess he said like his last contract was a million dollars or some shit. So um, I, I want to go back and listen to it to see exactly what he said. But I'm thinking, man, if they could afford to get rid of that overhead from having people in studio and then give Kavito and Rich a million dollar contract, I'm like, that'd be fucking dope. You know, I wonder how much they're making, too. I know they never they never disclose it, which is super professional. Um, but out of yeah. curiosity, I'm wondering. I'm thinking. Do you have a ballpark ballpark figure of what you're thinking? I'm thinking two fifty to five. I was thinking like four. Yeah. So I'm thinking like four, four, and then spot maybe making like one fifty two. One fifty to two. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's like exactly what I was thinking, and um, and yeah, I don't know, Doug. Like honestly, fucking um, I don't I don't know what they're getting paid, but but you know the good thing for them, there's um a book that somebody wrote called a thousand super fans. Have you ever heard of it or no? <laughs> they, they were talking about if you can get like a thousand people interested in like your product or interested in your fucking podcasts or whatever, 1000 people, like you can have 10,000 listeners, right? But you have like 1000 super fans, right? Which I think Camino and rich have. Oh, for sure, bro. You know? So if they have, um, 1000 super fans, like, doc, like I can think of like fucking 20 super fans off the top of my head that I know, you know? Sure. So, um, but I'm thinking if they have a thousand super fans, I'm like, if anything did happen and go south with, um, with Sirius XM, I could definitely dog seeing them fucking making a shit ton of money right. with a podcast, you know, For sure. and, and being that, you know, like there's, um, there's one of the podcasts I listen to called the fighter and the kid where their producer chin, he edits it like that night and gets it up that night. And they do it like that morning and they do like three episodes a week. I know being that they've done it this long, Cavino and rich Doug, and their shit is like an hour long. So they'll do like an hour long podcast like three times a week. Right. Kavino and Rich have been doing three to five hours a right. week. I mean a day for a fucking every day for a week or whatever. Right. For the last like twenty years. Right. So if they did somehow, you know, whether it's mutual or one sided and they depart from Sirius XM, uh-huh. 
I know they could fucking kick ass with a fucking Covino and Rich podcast, you know? Sure. And the only thing that I think would, I think they would need to do something similar to what Michael Yo does. Michael Yo, and that's why I've been listening to his shit too. His, his shit's cool because it's interactive. Right. So <clears throat> Michael Yo does his shit on um, Facebook and he has like almost 180,000 likes, I think, and followers or whatever that follow the podcast. And, um, that's through Facebook. He streams it, but it goes to like Facebook, YouTube, all that shit at like what's live. Right. <coughs> My bad. Um, hold on. Give me a second. And he streams that shit live after the fact he uploads it. And it's always like the, the night of or whatever. Right. He uploads that episode, um, to like Spotify and Apple music and all that shit. I think if Covino and Rich did something, because for me, one of the my favorite parts about their show is the interaction. Right, I love that I could be listening and fucking text them and they'll text you back. Or I love that I could be listening and you're like, fuck, man, there's, I just want to call, you know? Right, right. And it, to me, that that is one of the great things about their show. And so I think them just going to a straight up podcast where they're like not being able to interact live. That wouldn't be my greatest. Like, I wouldn't love that. No. But if they did it, you know, they would. I would still whatever. follow them. I mean, I would still listen. Yeah. But if they could find a way to do their shit live and then have it on demand, you know, and one thing that I like about podcasts is like SiriusXM, they'll archive five of their episodes, you know, right. and then they're good. Then they start erasing. Right. If they did a podcast, Doug, we have fucking mine and Jonathan's episode from two, three years ago where it was like our shitty little first episode, you know? Right. And now we're on our shitty 61st episode, you know? And, um, but we can archive them all. And that's one thing that I love about like Joe Rogan and fucking fighter and the kid and all that right. is that every episode is archived. Right. If Covino and Rich could do something where they're interactive live. Right. And then put it on demand for, for eternity that I think they would be, I, I don't want to say they'd be better then they are better off than they are with Sirius, but I think they could make a fucking killing doing something like that, you know? For sure, bro. For sure. Hey, I did have a question for you. What's up? What the fuck ever happened to Nervous Matt, bro? There's, you know, I don't know if it's Nervous Matt, but... Remember that when they play the piano? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I And you know what? I don't think I was ever listening on the days where he would call in back in the day, but... I remember on best ofs and shit hearing him. Yeah. And um but there's somebody that calls in. I don't know if his name's Paul, but there's somebody that calls in that is super nervous and he's always quiet and shit cuz he's like in his office or some shit. Right. But um but I haven't I haven't heard the name Nervous Matt in a minute, so I don't know what the hell happened. That and see that trips me out because I don't understand how there could be people listening like we do. Right. And then just one day just fall off of them, you know? Well, what's crazy, that's how deep their show is. Like, how the fuck are we talking about someone that used to call into the show fucking 10, 12 years ago, bro? Mm -hmm. And here we are in 2021. Like, hey, bro, what happened to Nervous Matt? Yeah, no. And, and you know what? It's funny, though, because they I think they've had a conversation about that where they've been like, do these people, like, just die? <laughs> or do they, like, get another job? Are they in jail? Right. Like, because there are people that chime in every fucking day. 
And then one day you just don't hear from them like ever again. And for me, I feel like whatever platform Kavino and Rich go on to, uh -huh. whether they go on to a Patreon, right. say they leave SiriusXM and you got to pay 10 bucks a month to listen to Kavino and Rich, I would happily do it because that's basically what I'm doing right now. No, for sure. I'm paying like 14 bucks a month or whatever the fuck just to listen to them because they're pretty much all I listen to, you know? No, me too, bro. I would just, yeah, I would mean, and, and I know no one's listening from Sirius, but if you're listening to Sirius, the minute you get rid of Camino Rich, I'm gone. I'll never, ever spend another red nickel with Sirius ever again in my life. You know what? I don't. I, I think you're you're undermining how popular this podcast is. <laughs> we have and, uh, <laughs> people, hey, you know what? people I, from Sirius all the time. Yeah, and I expect them, bro. They're going to offer you a contract next. Shit. Oh, I don't know if I'll take it. I, I'd have to think about it. I'd have to talk to my people. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, man. No, I'm saying here. If they left... <laughs> I'd be done. I'd be done. I'd be done in a second. It wouldn't even be a question. Nope. Because I'm like, for me right now, it, it's, I can't think of one show. I think when I first started listening, because I would listen to Howard, but I would bootleg the app. I would make like a new email every week to get a free trial, you know? Right, right. And it wasn't until I started listening to them where I actually started paying for it and being like, this is something I want to listen to regularly. I want to have it in my car. I want to have it on my app. I want to have it, you know, everywhere. You know, you know what's crazy is uh, because of them, bro, and I just sold it. I don't know. Have you ever seen that beer, 805? No. -uh. They make it out here on the Central Coast. Out here it's big. It's called 805, and it's a, it's a lager. Anyways, um, Covino Rich, when I started listening, I think in 05 or 06, I bought the serious fucking lifetime, dude. I paid. They let me make four payments. I think it was either $3.99 or $4.99, and it was a fucking lifetime subscription back then, dude. It was like 06, 07. And I still have, but the bunk part about it is, is they wouldn't let you transfer it from a receiver to a different receiver. So I was stuck with this old school ass Stratus that had a lifetime subscription. So I had the boom box, right? And then I could put it in the different cars or whatever. But as cars started getting Bluetooth and digital, it's really, you're only listening to it at home. Cause even right now I'm going to listen to it on the, on the computer, right? Or on yeah. my phone or something like that. But I ended up sounding some dude that worked at 805, but I only got that damn thing because of Covino and Rich. That's you know what that's a trip. It, it reminds me of like Rich's dad with his his little like stiletto or the fuck he had, you know. Yeah. And and it, it's a trip because that's one thing where I think they dropped the ball because for a minute I I've heard a lot of people talk about that lifetime subscription, mm -hmm. but I'm just like, damn man, I'm like, they can't fucking like honor it. They can't honor it. You're fucking. You're advancing with the times. Right. You're you're taking on their new platforms. You're taking on their their app. You're taking on all of the new shit that they're offering. You're even willing to pay for it out of pocket when you've already paid for the lifetime subscription. They can't fucking adjust it and be like, to me, that's a little fucked up. You, you know. Want, you want to know something janky too? Is every time I would call in on my account, it wasn't even on my account. Like that fucking the the barcode or whatever had the serial number. They never mm -hmm. referenced it whenever I would call into my account because I would still have to have digital either online listening or still have another serious account because after 2016, you don't have auxiliary cords no more really in, in the newer cars where you're plugging mm -hmm. it in, listening to it. was no good in the car. And if I can't listen to CNR in the car, then what the fuck do I, what am I even doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so, uh, so that's why I sold it. But you're right, bro. Charge me a hundred dollar fee or a $200 fee and let me transfer it to at least online. Like at least let me log onto a computer somewhere and listen to the shit. Yeah, no, nah, that that's bullshit. That's like, like when it's like when having a lifetime warranty, 
Right. And then in 10 years, uh, you know, technology advances and they're like, oh, well, it's not you don't honor your lifetime warranty anymore. You're like, motherfucker, I'm still alive. Right. Right. Give me my fucking warranty. You know, right. Because right. how many how many times? I mean, I you know, I can name a couple, at least in my life, where I bought a couple of cars and I got the lifetime warranty for the oil changes. And I got like fucking 10 of them and got rid of the car. So they win that battle every time anyways. Right. Because if you lose the receiver, how many people lost the receiver? Right. So they're already, they're already fucked. I remember it's funny that you say that because I had a Titan and I loved this Titan. It was fucking dope, but it looked cool. It was all right. It was like a hot bitch with like a shitty ass personality, right? Because it looked it looked <laughs> good as fuck. It, it, was, it was fucking beautiful, but that shit started falling a fucking part like, so bad. It, it was. Yeah, it was a Nissan Titan. And it was fucking, you know, it was roomy as fuck. It was had the four full size doors. It was yeah. I love that shit. I love that shit. That was my fucking um, that that was my baby. But it started to fall apart, and I had to just fucking get rid of it, especially because it was around the time I was gonna have my daughter and shit. Right. And um, and I remember my girl went with me to the dealership when I traded it in, and she was all pregnant. Uh-huh. And um, and we fucking we ended up getting like a family car and shit. But but. That shit, I had li- lifetime oil changes on it, you know? Did you get a lithium? And then, did I get what? At, at a lithium car dealership or no? Because lithium, I know they got those fucking lifetime warranty or lifetime. No, no, no. It was actually at the, um, it wasn't the Nissan dealership. It was, I think it was like a Ford dealership or something. I don't remember, but um, but I remember I had lifetime, you know, oil changes and that shit. It was fucking dope. You would just show up and like drop your keys off and be like, "All right, motherfucker, yep. you know, I'll be here with no money," you know. Right, right. And um, and then you know, I traded that bitch in, and now it's just like, "Fuck, my little thing," you know, dings me, and it's like, "Go get your oil changed," and I'm just like, "Fuck." Especially now, if you have like the synthetic oil and shit, they charge you like fifty shanks. bucks. You know, yeah. It, yeah, it's I like, hear it's like seventy nine ninety nine. You're like, dude. And so when I get no, the I, lifetime, I think it, I think it's like fifty five bucks here. Um, if you do that, and then if you get like an older vehicle, like I have a um, I have a couple older vehicles that I have as well, and that shit's like twenty bucks to change. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, but um, yeah, but you see that, and I'm just like, fuck, man, I I I miss those days of the fucking free, you know, lifetime um, oil changes. You know, but it's all it's a hustle if you think about it. You ain't ever bought nothing in your life that lasted the whole motherfucking lifetime. And think about it, a car that you've had, like, I can't think of a car that I've had fucking, let me see, we've had the, we've had the Malibu since like 2016, I think we got it, we got it in like March, and my daughter was born in May, so we've had that like four, almost five years, um, but I think that's like the longest I owned a vehicle, you know, like, I think I I don't, yeah, I don't think I've owned, owned a vehicle Longer than that. You know what I actually started thinking about? But we do so much driving here. I don't know if it's worth it. But I, I started thinking about leasing a vehicle. Right. Because back in the day, for me, I was like, all right, you want to buy a vehicle, pay it off. You're good or whatever. But with shit, you know, adjusting and technology adjusting and shit so quickly, right. nowadays especially, I don't know if it's the smartest thing to keep a vehicle for 10, 15 years oh. like our parents did and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we just remember even earlier I referenced the iPhone was 2007. Like, bro, how much has changed? Like, imagine where vehicles were brand new in 2007 and what the shit they now they stay in the lane, bro. They fucking break for you. Right. The cruise control adjusts and it slows down and it, you know, and and so, I mean, and that's from 07 to 21. What the fuck is yeah. 21 to 30 going to bring us, dude? I mean, no, I, like how my, long until the my, motherfuckers fly, bro? 
no shit, no. And see, like, my mom's got her little Fiat, and, like, you back up, and you get too close to, like, the fence, and it's like, beep, 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 you know? And I'm like, oh, shit, that's cool, you know? And my, I'm oh, like, that's that how was... my, my car is. No, not mine. Mine lets you hit shit. <laughs> but, um, but I'm saying, like, like, I remember my friend Robert, and it's funny because... This was a friend that I had when we were in like fifth grade, right? We right. were friends. We were, we were homies for years. And then we ended up not working. I mean, not seeing each other for like 20 fucking years and shit. And then when I was working with Johnny, we had this dude named Junior that was working with us. And we needed another guy. And Junior was like, hey, I'll bring my brother. My brother does this kind of shit too. You know, he does like manual labor and shit. So, um. He brought his brother in one day, and his brother was our homie Robert from when we were kids. And we were like, oh, shit. We're like, you're the dude. You know, you're his brother. And we all, like, reconnected. And long story short, I remember when we were kids, my friend Robert telling me, saying that he had an uncle that every few years he had a new vehicle. Right. Because he was always trading in, always getting the latest fucking vehicle. And I remember we must have been in, like, sixth or seventh grade, and I was like, well, that's one dumbass motherfucker. I was like, not Robert, his uncle. Right. I was like, because why the fuck? I'm like, doesn't he want to pay off a vehicle and like whatever? Now I'm thinking with shit changing, I'm like, why not fucking lease a vehicle or some shit or, or whatever? Buy it and just trade it in every couple of years or whatever. Because I'm like, are you going to want to keep a vehicle for more than like four years? You know, nowadays, I don't know. You I, mean, know? When's the, I mean, you don't keep your fucking phone for that long. Right. And that's no. the best piece of technology that you use every day. And, and what's number two? The car. I mean, right? That's it. So, no. The, the problem is, is I remember back in the day, dude, I read a business book. And Warren Buffett said it plain and clear. A car is to do one of two things, bro. To get you from point A to point B safely and reliably. And unless you're going with the old school classics, like all these new cars, all they do is depreciate. And, and, and I'm my own worst enemy, dude, because I just bought a fucking $50,000 Mustang that's probably worth about fucking $15,000 by the time I'm fucking done paying it off. And you're basically just throwing that shit down the drain. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I don't know, dude. The hustler in me says, what's the cheapest way to get a vehicle without paying out your ass like that? You know, maybe you do get it when when they're hurting to move vehicles and they get the 0% signing and you just take it. The problem is if you don't fucking stand on those miles or you get a ding, they, that's where they fuck you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I'm and, scared and, of, No, and see, and, and see, I'm kind of like the last, like, the last like five years of my life, I went from being like, oh, like I want a dope vehicle to being like, like you said, get you from point A to point B. And, and I have, I'm like, to me, I don't need to fucking have a vehicle where I'm going to be like trying to pull all kinds of bitches with, you know? Right, right. I'm like, I just need a fucking vehicle. The, th the thing where I feel like I fucked myself is like. Right now, I'm having transmission problems with one of my vehicles. That's an older vehicle. Right. Well, it's a 2011, right? Right. And and so I'm thinking, I'm like, should I should I have just like been like, put a little more thought and money into like a newer vehicle? But at the same time, this vehicle hasn't given me trouble in a minute. Like I don't I don't think since I've had the vehicle, it's given me trouble. You know. Right. So I'm just like, fuck. I'm like, now I'm thinking, all right, now if I need a new transmission, it might be like five Gs just to fucking. And I'm like, the car's not even worth the fucking doing that to, you know? That's so, um, Craigslist, bro. So, so now it's kind of like, all right, yeah, like, I don't know. But, but yeah, but I've really been thinking about that, like, um, about what, what do I want to do moving forward when it comes to vehicles, you know? Do I want to just be basically renting a vehicle for the rest of my life, but have the most updated shit?
I'm and I'm and I'm, um, and I'm not attached to him, bro. And that's the thing. I just had this discussion with my buddy, and I I kind of clowned on him a little bit. And uh, you know, he's got a Mustang too. He actually, I got the GT, and um, he went and bought a fucking Cobra, right? And the Cobras are dope, but he bought like a sixteen, mm-hmm. and it only had like fifteen thousand miles on it. But he bought a dope ass Cobra. So then he's he's telling me, he's like, hey, bro, you should come with me to the fucking Mustang show. And I said, nah, dude, I'm good. I'm, I'm not. I don't really really get down like that. And that's kind of where. I kind of relate to Cavino because I don't really take kindly to strangers, right? I don't want to go meet 40 motherfuckers I don't know because we got the same car. You know what I'm saying? That shit mm-hmm. is not interesting to me. I did not get it to be in the cool kid club. I bought the fucking car because I like the car. I like stick shift. I like a little bit of power. And I like to, I just have fun. To me, every time I get in it, I look forward to driving the car. And that, that's why mm-hmm. I bought the vehicle. I ain't trying to fucking buy the vehicle to pull bitches like he said. Right. Because because I already feel like if you buy a vehicle to pull bitches, you failed. You should be able to pull a bitch walking down the street if you got some real game. Right. You shouldn't. Mm -hmm. It don't matter if you're in a rusty ass bucket, you're on a 10 speed or, you know, you're walking down here with some Air Max and some Levi 501s and a a white T-shirt, you know, down the street. You should it shouldn't be on the vehicle. But he's like, Mm -hmm. oh, bro, you know, you should really do that. So check it out, bro. I've seen more pictures of you in that motherfucking car on your Instagram in the last three months than your old lady. Right, I'm not like you, bro. I don't rock like that. Yeah, I, I don't. You, you post that shit like it's your old lady and shit. I ain't seen that many pictures of your old lady in five years on Instagram. But every other day, you're posting this fucking car, and uh, I don't know, bro. But I, I know that I don't get attached to him. I get rid mm-hmm. of this fucking car and I think twice about it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you going forward. And your needs change, right? So, you know, I bought two brand new trucks in my life. I bought a Chevy one time. Um, in 07, I bought another one in 15 and neither one of them bro lasted six months because they're big as fuck, right? Mm. I'm not a fisherman. I'm not a fucking hunter. So I don't really do traditional truck shit. So after six months, I'm like, dude, I'm paying all this fucking gas, hard as fuck to park, get in and out, dip in traffic for what dude, it's, it's comfy. I like it, but Mm. it's not really where I'm at right now. You know what I'm saying? So I think Mm. that your needs and something that you just mentioned as well, like you said you had a truck that you love and why'd you get rid of it? It was falling apart, but you had a new addition to the family. So you were just at a different stage in your life. You needed something different. Once your kids, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 can sit in the front seat, you might go another route, right? If you don't have Mm -hmm. any more kids. So it's hard to commit to a car for more than a couple of years because I think your lifestyle changes and that dictates what vehicle you need or even you want, right? You start making more scratch. Maybe you're like, you know what? I never had a brand new Lexus. I'm going to go get me a Lexus because fuck, I've been working hard and, and I deserve it. But I think those needs change, you know, and, and fuck, man, I, I don't know. I don't know what the right call is. Yeah, no, no. And I, I feel you like, you you know, your life and your life's always changing. And like, you know, and for me, my, my, my Titan wasn't even so much like, Oh, this shit's fucking looks dope. It to me, it was so dope because like it was fucking roomy. I'm a big dude. I'm like, it was just like, it was it was a really really good vehicle. It was I mean, it was good until it wasn't right. <laughs> and sure. and and it, it was fuck. And and even now, I'm thinking about like I have um, I have an Explorer, um, that I use as like a work truck. Um, I like it because I could throw tools in there and shit and just fucking close it. I don't have to worry about people fucking jacking them out the back. Right. And then I have a journey that's like my everyday driver. And I have um the Malibu that's my girl's everyday driver. Right. And um for me, I like the SUVs, like the the journey right now, because I could throw shit in there if I have to like haul some shit or whatever. Um but I'm thinking about soon maybe getting a truck because 
there there's so many things that you can do with the fucking actual truck and especially me like i do a lot of um like i don't want to say like manual labor but it's more of a hobby now i don't do it like full time for fucking my flow anymore but like as far as like building shit and have all like my little tools and shit or whatever (laughs) but and i'm at home depot fucking more times than i'd like to admit and getting you know plywood and fucking um drywall and loading all that shit in a truck is just so much easier than trying to fucking getting it on like the roof of your suv or something you know for sure and and so for me that makes a little more sense right now to get a truck for like those reasons right um but but then i'm thinking okay is a fucking does it have to be a new truck i'm like because i would be um perfectly fine with like an older vehicle an older truck right that i just need to go like haul some shit real quick then boom just use it real quick you know so i'm just kind of like kind of kind of bouncing back and forth with that idea too you know i've been been looking for a minute dude just because like i told you i've been riding my mountain bike and, uh, mm. you know, and I don't want to always see the Elote man when I ride. So I, I want to go to good parts of, you know, we got the, this cool ass trail and it, it goes to nice parts of town where there's nice fucking jubbos and cachettes fucking everywhere, bro. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we go on these nice ass rides in these nice parts of town, but I got that Mustang, bro. So my mountain bike, even if I take the wheel off, it ain't fitting in the Mustang, bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've been looking and then I got my little, my dog, little Chapo Jenkins. And uh, mm-hmm. I want to take him too, but I got the the inside of my windows tinted on the on the, the passenger the driver's side, and that fucker wants to look out the window, so I don't want him to scratch my shit. So yeah, yeah. I, I was looking at trucks there for a minute, um, but I'm scared. Like I'm I'm with you. I want to get an older one too, but it got to be a Tacoma or something. I know ain't gonna fuck me after 150 thousand miles. Yeah, and see that's the thing is you're like, all right, cool. If I get an older vehicle because I only need to um like haul shit every once in a while. You're like, but I don't need me to get in the fucking truck one of those times and not start, you know? It's like, fuck, man. It's just like. I even thought about a minivan, bro. I was like, fuck it. I'll get me a Previa, take the fucking seats out. That that honestly sounds like a good fucking idea. And honestly, when I remember when me and Johnny were talking about shit and we were like, we were thinking about like what vehicles to get as like work vehicles and shit as like the company was kind of expanding. Uh-huh. And um, he ended up getting a, a truck with like. It didn't have like a, a flatbed. It had like a utility trailer t- kind of like where it had like the compartments and shit in the back with the fucking ladder rack and all that shit. But we were thinking about it for a minute. We're like, fuck, that would be a good idea actually to get a van. Like you said, you can slide in fucking drywall. Yeah. You could fucking throw stacks of tile. You could do whatever you need to do. And then you got like the sides of the van opening. You have access to everything. So right. that was another thing that that did cross my mind as well as like for like a personal personal reasons, you know? Yeah, no, I lived in a, when I lived in Coos Bay, Oregon, dude, um, one of the landlords that we had, we were renting and he had like an old school, you know, the square Astro vans. Mm-hmm. That's what he had, dude. And he would come and fix all his own shit. And he had everything in the back of that damn van. And it was pretty mm-hmm. dope. So as I was looking at trucks, dude, I mean, even out here, I don't know about over there, but fuck to get even a Toyota Tacoma for under 10 G's, that motherfucker's got over 200,000 miles. And you're probably getting an 04 or 03 or 02. You know what I mean? And I'm like, but if you look at a, you know, like a Toyota Previa or even a, um, a Honda Odyssey, you could get like a 06, you know what I'm saying? With for like, you know, maybe like six Gs. So mm-hmm. you're saving four Gs. And if it's going to serve the same purpose, and it's kind of like you said with the with the SUV, with the truck, yeah, you could put a bunch of shit back there. But again, I told you what side of town I live on. And the last thing you want to do is leave that shit back there and have someone snag it. You know, mm-hmm. especially at the Home Depot right here on the east side, bro. They're, they'll fucking snag your shit. You go in and fucking get a hand wipe, bro. They're going to snag your shit. And uh, No, you want to hear some shit? Um, I remember 
one of the work trucks we had, I told you about Junior and Robert and um, those dudes that, you know, um, we worked with. They're all Native American, right? Okay. All the fucking, all the fucking, all of our crew was all Native. They were all Native. Do they like to fight? And, um, and fuck. And drink. Yeah, they like to fight and drink, don't they? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I told a story with with Johnny one time on the podcast where um, Junior used to bounce at this one club. And there was this one dude who walked into the, well, it wasn't a club. It was a bar. And it was one of the rowdier bars here in town. Well, Junior used to bounce there, right? And Junior's a big dude. He's about my height um, and fucking... Not as fat, a little more muscle, still kind of fat, but whatever. And um, big Native American dude, right? Right. And um, and motherfucker was bouncing at a club one or the the bar one time where somebody walked in, um, fucking pulled out his gun, shot this motherfucker, put his gun away, and left. Right. And that dude just fucking Junior said he just kind of like was like looking, and then kind of just like hunched over, boom, and he fucking died. Oh shit. And yeah, fucking died right there. And. <clears throat> And fucking, I remember um, one one time they had their, I think it was a miter saw that was in the back of one of the work trucks, and they found out who fucking, they found out who had taken it, and fucking one day after work, um, Johnny and Junior and this other dude Julio and all these motherfuckers, they fucking, um, they were at like Circle K or something. Right. They seen the dude that fucking took it. And then he's with all of his homies. So in the middle of the Circle K fucking parking lot, there was a big ass rumble. Oh, they're scrapping. So there was a big ass rumble. Johnny broke his hand. Oh shit! For the fucking eighth time and shit, because we've broken I don't know how many fucking bones and shit. He broke his fucking hand. Somebody hit um I think Julio over the head with the forty. Um, Before the twist the T video, bro, or what? Yeah, and <laughs> and um. Uh, so these motherfuckers uh, were straight up like in a fucking brawl because they knew the motherfucker that took their shit, you know? So right. when, when you say you live in a questionable neighborhood and you don't want them to be lifting shit out the back of your truck, believe me, I know that I know that shit firsthand because, you know, that shit where we've had to worry about. And that was one of the the reasons why when I bought the um, the Explorer, I bought it off of Johnny's dad like three years ago. Uh. And um and that's one of the reasons I wanted it because at the time I was living like a block away from Johnny's dad. And that was the fucking like hood hood. Right. And I was like, there's no way in fuck I could leave my tools in the back of a truck right. and just park that shit outside. No way in fuck. So oh. I go, you know what? I got to have something that's closed that I can, I'll know it's protected, you know? Hell yeah. No, nah, bro. I'm, hey, it's so bad over here, bro. Anything I don't want, I just go right out here and leave it by the tree, bro. And fucking within an hour, it's gone. You know, um, it's funny because I remember I told you a couple episodes ago, we we're talking about on your hustle and shit. And yeah. I told you, I put those speakers outside. Um, oh, I got I, my thing today too, bro. You're what? Hold on. Let me, hold on. I didn't even interrupt. Give me one second, bro. Wow. Oh, what is that? Your air fryer? Yeah. Ooh, Remember I, you're free. I, bought no. I bought those cameras and fucking uh, they sent me that twenty dollar reward and then I made that's a your your free air fryer. Yeah, bro, that shit. I paid like a dollar thirty three for that thing. That's fucking dope. Um, I had no, I had um, I went through my daughter's room the other day and I got a whole fucking bag full of fucking kid toys and shit, right? Uh huh. And she didn't even give a fuck. She has so much shit. She was helping me put shit in that bag, right? Right. And. 
I went and I put that shit by the trash can and like 20 minutes that shit was gone too. Oh, I bet. So, so that's been the dopest shit. If you want to get rid of something, you're going to find somebody in a quickness who wants it, you know? So yeah, your trash is someone's, someone's treasure. That's for sure. I remember, Doug, speaking of fucking your trash is somebody's treasure. I remember I put on Twitter and I've had my Twitter account since 2009. I remember I put on Twitter one time and I never forget the fucking backlash I got. I had put... um somebody's trash is somebody else's ex-girlfriend and oh my god dude the fucking the amount of people that hit me up about how insensitive and how fucked up that is and all this shit and i thought it was the funniest shit i ever heard in my life right oh, yeah. and i was like i just thought i was being funny because they always say like one person's trash whatever right? right and so that was i thought it was the funniest shit to say one person's trash is somebody else's ex-girlfriend and i had all these like young bitches they were all like 12 and shit like you fucking dick you know oh shit did, did you, <laughs> like oh uh, did you have to go 2021 and uh issue an apology bro on a statement no but you know what there was another thing um that i had put on there and you know what this was my fault because i didn't give um jay thomas credit or, did i or did i i don't remember but jay thomas had a um a clip on his show that said, um, I don't think you should get as much time for killing a prostitute as oh. you do for killing a regular girl. Oh, I think I remember that, dude. <laughs> and I put that on Twitter. Oh, Again, you fucking asshole. There's still people, too, and all this shit. And I was like, fuck, bitch, get your fucking panties out of a bunch. Calm down, you it's know? Like, like, hey, I, I didn't say they shouldn't get time. I said, just not as much. Did you not miss that? Dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it was fucking funny because I remember I thought that was the funniest shit back um, when Jay Thomas was around. And um, again, fucking straight up. I don't know. I guess that was my my controversial time on Twitter, you know? Yeah, fuck it, though. That That's when when if I ever get famous, I'll have to fucking get rid of all that shit before they try to Chris Harrison me. For sure. But you know what? You know Did how, you see Chris Harrison? Yeah, dude, I. You know what, bro? I, I I'm opinionated on the whole topic. My my thing is this, dude. Do you excuse bad behavior? Probably not, right? Mm -hmm. However, you know how fucked up it is, dude, to go back and like now that we're in the pussification of America, where everyone has an opinion, to skewer someone and ridicule them for saying something that was fucking three perfect. years ago. Well, to me, it's not a time frame thing. What it is to me is. It, it, let me give you let me give you an example. Baseball motherfuckers mm -hmm. were all on steroids. The owners knew it. Everyone knew it. They go on strike in '94. They come back roided out, bro, hitting the fuck out of the baseball, putting the fans back in the stands. That Mark mm -hmm. McGuire, Sammy Sosa, what was it, '97, '98, bro? That brought baseball back. And then when mm -hmm. you know they do that investigation and find out everyone's on steroids, it, you know the owners want to fucking act like they didn't know nothing about it, and it's kind of fucked up. Right. And now you want to challenge stats. And, and I don't I'm a dude that I think that if we're going to grow, and we're going to admit mistakes. We should. Right. We should all grow and admit mistakes. But holding someone accountable for some shit that was fucked up that they said, but was perfectly OK in the time, the time, the time that they said it. I, you know, if you want a simple apology, cool. But that should not ruin careers. And, and I guess when I was a kid, bro, we used to say the word all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And and now it is not acceptable. And I and I agree. It shouldn't be said. 
you know, kind of like you said, they got feelings too, and it shouldn't be said, right? We should not, we, we came too far, and, and we probably shouldn't refer to homosexuality in, the, in that term, right? It's wrong. It's going to hurt someone's feelings. Shouldn't do it. But don't fuck up an eight-year-old me because I'm at the fucking Maramani Elementary School playing basketball, and someone's crying, and I call them a not meaning, it, not meaning it in a homosexual way. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just That was just mm-hmm. something we said. So it, it's kind of the same thing with even like the actresses and whatnot. Going back, was it acceptable that they harassed the women and they had to give favors and, and this, that, and the other to get parts? No, it's not okay. However, we all admit that was what went on back then, right? So mm-hmm. the way that we kind of hold these people accountable, which, which they should be accountable to an extent, but to fucking ruin careers because – people did shit that was acceptable at the time they were doing it. I don't know, dude. And I'm not talking about like sexual harassment or rape or anything like that, but like, no, but no, I get you. Like, like comments made. Just, just like you said, like, like, um, even if, if like, like you called somebody like a some shit, right? Right. Like you were like, you're not, you, you know, if somebody said that to somebody who was mentally handicapped and shit, you'd be like, you're a fucking dickhead. Why would you say that? Right. Right. But if, but if you go back and you pull a clip, of of you calling your friend because they're being a fucking idiot like 92. when back in the day fucking um people said that shit all the time right and i'm not saying it was right no but it was accepted at the time right it was acceptable at the time for as just being an insult but to go back now okay if you say it now if if i'm on covino and rich and they're talking and i'm like oh rich you're a fucking okay that I think you have some grounds, right? Right. We're in 2021. Right. Know you're fucking talking to national audience. Kick back. Don't be a fucking idiot, right? Right. But if they go, you know what? We're gonna pull this clip from fucking 2001, where you you're in seventh grade, like you said on the fucking basketball court, right? And you called your homie your gonna get canceled for shit that was like, yeah, it wasn't cool, but it wasn't like frowned upon back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you got suspended for that. If a teacher would have heard you say that back in the day, now, Daniel, you know, it's not nice to call names, but now you're going to ruin their fucking career over in 2021. Yeah. They're now, if a kid does that now, they're going to get expelled, you know? Right. And and as they probably should get in trouble, I get it, but it's almost like even with, you know, being woke, right? That's what everyone's talking about right now, being woke. So how do you, affect someone's livelihood because they weren't woke at the time, right? If they continue not to be woke, I get it. But it's kind of hard to shit on someone's whole career when they did something unintentionally that was acceptable at the time, you know, because no one in society was skewering them then. It's just, you know what, bro, everyone has one of these and they think their shitty fucking opinion counts. And now they're able to put hashtags and fucking get momentum you know what I'm saying, and and that's it was just I don't know, bro. It's crazy. World. No, you know, you know what? Where where I where I think is like the perfect example of what you're talking about is where I think it was Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel. I think it was both the Jimmys who had done some, some sort of like blackface, right? Right. And I say blackface with quotes because blackface. If we get down to what blackface was, where they would paint themselves black and they'd put the big old white lips and they do. That was blackface. But when um, it was Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or one of these dudes who had done um, like Chris Rock, but they dressed with like black makeup to look like Chris Rock. Right. And he had on like a suit or whatever. And he was like, I think it was Jimmy Fallon doing like his Chris Rock impression where he was like, children got to do the children or whatever the fuck. Right. And um, 
at he to me i just feel like that was playing a character right that wasn't being malicious that wasn't being fucked up that wasn't blackface that was playing a character um but now today jimmy fallon wouldn't do that he right. knows that's fucking like not cool right? Right, right now but people were going back fucking five ten years and saying like i think the same thing happened with sarah silverman yeah they went and pulled the clip from like 10 years ago and they're like let's cancel her over some shit when that shit like um i don't know if it was you or it was somebody i was talking to where they were saying that shit if if they're gonna get canceled over it they should also cancel like the writers the producers the directors right. the, everybody from that time Everyone that was involved because obviously it was okay right or else it couldn't good it couldn't have gotten past the writer's room right it couldn't made it on air right. it couldn't have been the director wouldn't have been fine with it the producers wouldn't have been fine with it the executive producers wouldn't have been fine with it everybody there was a whole shit ton of people the audience laughed thought it was funny whatever their bit was moved on they nobody brought it up for 15 years now they're gonna go back and find some shit that they're gonna be mad at when they're like yeah you know what that is not cool or whatever, but at the time, it, it how the fuck, it, it's like going back, like, um, I don't know, it's like, it's like basically, you know, like, weed and shit's all legal. Right. It's like going back and arresting somebody, because you remember they had weed, you know, eight years ago, when right. it was illegal, and arresting them for it now. Well, not, and not only that, it's a, it's a double standard, too, because you know what else is, is, is a big topic, as it should be, is mental health. Right? Do you know what that does to someone's mental health when you fuck with their whole career like that and you do all that bullshit? So no one, you know, when and, and they did it, so they got to be held accountable. But bringing stuff up that's kind of irrelevant that really has nothing to do with today, you're causing a great deal of stress on someone's mental health doing that. And I don't see any of them motherfuckers talking about that. And you know what, bro? Here's another example. In my first relationship with my kid's mom, I wasn't a hundred percent the dude I should have been. Let's just let's just say, it. and she didn't either. You know, we were young. But holding me to that standard or bringing it up now when I'm two relationships later and so much growth has happened, like I would never do my chick dirty. Yeah, I would never do yeah. any chick dirty because you're more mature and you understand karma and you understand it's just not right. But like holding me accountable for what I did back then when she's cool with it, I knew what she did. Like we, me and her are still friends and we both are mm -hmm. open about what happened. But for someone else to pull that clip or to do something from a time in my life when when and back then it was different, right? And, and it's crazy because back then you weren't supposed to cheat. Now I think it's fucking encouraged. You got people all over the fucking internet, right? And they're in new relationships before they're legally out of their old fucking relationship. Look at Dr. Dre, bro. You see the Dr. Dre shit? Motherfucker's no, going I to didn't. court, bro. He's going to court. His old lady or his ex, his wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants trying two, to get him. Two million a month in alimony. And this motherfucker didn't even get through the divorce ceremony yet, bro. He didn't even finish the divorce. And they're showing his fucking old lady, his new girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know no that that's like somebody um like you and your girl your ex are fucking cool you know we have the kid involved or whatever right. and you guys have both grown up right right that's like you fucking talking to her and saying you know what um i talked to our daughter you know earlier today blah 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 just you know civil and then you hang up with her and then her friend's like i can't believe you're talking to that motherfucker remember how he did you wrong in 2003 right. you know and you're like 
Yeah, motherfucker, but we've grown. We're, we've moved past that. We've matured. I'm not the person I was in 2003. Or, or, you know? or even like what they're doing to these celebrities. Imagine, God forbid, someone from my job is listening, right? And they heard what I just said. Now I'm fucking being held accountable at work and might be out of a good-ass job because of some shit I did in one with my kid's mom that we both apologized and moved on for. Fuck the kids. Mm-hmm. It's grown now. You know what I'm saying? But that's what they're doing, dude. And I don't think that's right, bro. I, I mean, I think maybe in certain situations, it, it, you know, it could vary. But in general, a lot of shit has changed and we forget how things used to be. And holding people accountable when things were a certain way to this new standard, right? And we probably already over-exaggerated everything anyways. I think we're way too fucking sensitive, right? And and, and I mean, I don't know, bro. It's, it's a crazy time that we live in, that's for sure. But you got to have self-awareness. You got to know what's acceptable and what's not, right? You got to have your finger on it or you're going to be that dude. Cool, cool. Well, um, I appreciate everything. Again, I appreciate you joining me for episode number 61, man. I think you've been what close to like episode 50 or 52 or something. Yeah. So we've been doing this shit for a At minute. Least, I think we got about so, nine, nine or 10 of them in there. Damn, man. That's what's up. So I appreciate everything. Everybody listening, I appreciate everything across all social media. It's After Show BL. And if you need to hit up over here, El Kakui, it's uh, at Godzilla559. If you want to hit up the homie right here, if you need me, Daniel J. Fitz across all social media. And yeah, man, we appreciate everybody. We're streaming everywhere. Tell your friends about it. Tell at least one person that you enjoy it. And um, this episode, I don't even think we talked a whole lot about Covino and Rich. So if it's somebody who doesn't know about Covino and Rich, they still might enjoy the show. So we appreciate everybody share, um, sharing the word, spreading the word. And until episode number 62, your boy D, Al Kakui. We'll see you later. Peace. On the road to the riches, cause it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey. Let the music ease your soul, grab a spliff and start burning. Uh, relax with us and take a trip to the heavens. And come and spend a day in the 757.